Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and today we are in May. We are in Relationship Month, and so I'm going to start by basically talking about probably the most important thing and powerful thing you can do for your relationships is to set alpha boundaries. Now, before we get started, head over to iTunes, give me a real quick five-star rating and review. It'll take you 30 seconds and then come on back over because we're going to be discussing boundaries and I've been discussing boundaries. I have discussed boundaries before, but I'm not sure if I've conveyed to you how important they really are. So in this episode, I'm going to explain why boundaries are important for you and how you go about creating and enforcing boundaries to build your alpha life, which is to say your primary or first life, leaving behind the beta, that secondary life. Now, boundaries are a foundation in that creation, creating your future, your future-focused thinking, because they draw a line around what you will not allow in your life out of love for yourself and the relationships, which are thoughts, you have about other people. Having well-defined boundaries for yourself, even though they are not always necessarily spoken out loud, is a requisite for developing a relationship with yourself. Just like knowing what you want to create in your future by setting definable goals and taking massive action to achieve those goals is a process of knowing yourself through adding to your life more of what you desire and going through the uncomfortable process of learning and becoming that new version of yourself Setting clear boundaries for yourself begins the process of self-knowledge through removing from your life those components that you have determined are not serving you and going through the uncomfortable process of enforcing those boundaries in order to become the new version of yourself. Therefore, boundaries are a strong component of future-focused thinking, especially when it comes to creating amazing relationships. Now, what is a boundary? I've talked about it before, but let me reintroduce this concept to you. A boundary is a line you draw around your sensory input to protect you emotionally and physically. So it basically sounds like this. If you do this, like if someone else does this, whatever their behavior is, then I will do that, right? I will do something in response to that behavior. This line, then, does not concern other people. So if you do this, if that person does this, which they can do because they are an adult human and free to do anything they want, then I will do that because I choose to protect myself from that kind of environment and I am an adult human and free to do what I want. 
Now, that may restrict certain behavior from other people, but it doesn't stop them from behaving in that way. For example, you may not want people yelling at you. That may be a boundary for you. You can't stop people from yelling at you. You can't stop or change their behavior. It does restrict you from being yelled at, however. So once they, once this other person begins to behave this way, you enforce your boundary, which is never to control the other person, right? It's only to protect you. So this may mean you hang up the phone or you leave the room, right? Like if you're on the phone and they start yelling, then you're like, you know, if you continue to yell at me, then I'm going to hang up the phone, right? Now there may be an additional boundary, like if, if the behavior continues. So if you continue to yell at me every time we talk on the telephone, then I'm going to block your phone number, right? Or if you continue to yell at me in the office, then I'm going to communicate you via email, right? And they can continue to yell, right? As a, you know, like as a side note, people sometimes do get angry when you enforce your boundaries on them. But you will always take care of you because they are your boundaries. You create and set these and enforce these out of love for yourself. Now, that is not a manual. Boundaries are not manuals. Manuals attempt to control other people through your expectation of how you want other people to behave so that you can feel a certain way. Essentially, manuals are uh, emotional abdication, emotional childhood, or emotional blackmail. Emotion, uh, manuals have nothing to do with boundaries. So I'm not going to go into manuals because, you know, that's a whole other episode topic. But I, I do want to talk to you guys a little bit about what a boundary is not. You know, examples of trying to control someone's behavior. Anytime you're trying to control some behavior, that is an example of what a boundary is not. And it's so funny because, yeah, I'll tell you guys something. Usually I just jump on these um, recordings. I just jump on these podcast episodes. You know, I hit the record button. I start talking about the topic and then I, I send it off to my editor. For this episode, I decided to Google boundaries. Boundaries in relationships is actually what I typed in there just to see what came up. And ironically, although not surprisingly, as you can probably imagine, most of the boundary opinions and advice from therapists and bloggers is what I call emotional bondage, right? It's what I call manuals. They talk about meeting someone else's needs or having your needs met as boundaries. One article even said you could set a boundary when someone is ignoring you, which I find super fascinating because I'm not sure how any boundary is being violated when someone is ignoring you. You know, it's like, how can someone be trespassing on your property when they're in another country? It's absolutely absurd. But the article said that the person ignoring you is, quote, not meeting your needs to be seen or acknowledged or recognized. Or some nonsense like that. So to set this boundary, then they advise that you tell this other person that their behavior is hurting your feelings and that they need to acknowledge you, right? They need to pay you attention and that your boundary is speaking your truth. Now, this is completely erroneous, as you guys know from any other podcast episode you've ever listened to on elevating your alpha. It's This is absolutely erroneous. I almost fell out of my chair reading it. And, you know, it's I read several dozen just like it. Guys, that is not a boundary violation. And you don't set a boundary when someone ignores you. That's just ridiculous. It'd be like, hey, if I sent a letter to some actress and she doesn't respond, so then I go to Hollywood and I drive by her house and I ring the doorbell, but she doesn't want to see me. She doesn't want to come to the door. Could I just continue to tell her that 
her ignoring me is hurting my feelings and I'm going to start to set a boundary that she needs to acknowledge me. I mean, at what point do the cops show up, right? <laughs> now, and I, I look, I get that being ignored isn't fun. I, I understand that. I get that. You know, the other person thinks that they're punishing you with, you know, giving you the cold shoulder, the silent treatment or whatever, ever. But so what? I mean, so who cares? They will get over it eventually. And if they don't, it's on them. You know, you can't make them or anyone do something or act a certain way if they don't want to, right? Boundaries don't control other people. They just protect you. So anytime you're trying to control what somebody else does, it's not a boundary, okay? It's more of a manual. If you're more just trying to get someone to do something, it's more manipulation. A boundary is if you do this, then I will do that. You are taking action based on someone else's action. You're not trying to control someone else's action. So that's all boundaries are. I mean, I guess you could say that if you ignore me, then I will stalk you until I get arrested. I mean, and you can totally do that, right? If that serves your future, you know, if that's the future of your dreams to, to, to stalk someone until you get arrested, then, you know, you could do that. But again, like that's, that's what a boundary is. If you do this, then I will do that. Now, why are boundaries for building the relationship with yourself? Why are they so powerful with building your trust and your thoughts and your emotions with yourself? Number one, you stop trying to control other people. When you set boundaries, what you're essentially doing is you're saying, look, you are free to behave however you want to behave. You are free to continue to act this way. If and when you do, I'm going to do this, right? I'm going to go do this to protect myself. I'm not trying to control you. You do what you want to do. You continue, continue to act this way if you, if you want to, if it really serves you. When you do, I'm going to go do that. So when you stop trying to control other people, you build a relationship with yourself. You realize that you are in control of you and you don't need to control other people to protect yourself. That's number one. You also determine what you will not stand for in your life. And this is very powerful, guys. When you start to set boundaries, essentially what you're saying is, this is what I will not allow. And sometimes, you know, for most of us, we have boundaries. We just don't know it because for us, they seem like maybe it's common sense. Like a boundary is don't hit me. Right. If you hit me, I'll call the police. Right. A lot of times boundaries are just what we've set up as laws for ourselves and our communities. Right. If you hit me, if you steal from me, like these are things that like there will be punishments, there will be consequences. I will call the police. So we already have a lot of boundaries that we don't necessarily speak out loud, but that we have set on law that they're out there in laws, right? They're laws that protect all of us from boundary violations of other people. But when you personally determine what you will not stand for in your life, you take your life to an entire new level. If like, if you don't want to have someone or other people tell you that you're not worthy or that you're not good enough or, or tell you that you're, or put you down, then you can say like, if you say that, I will step away. Like, I will remove myself from this area. Like, I don't have to listen to that. Other people can still say that. And you know what? It doesn't tell you anything about you. As you know, it tells you 100% about them. It tells you about what's going on in their brain and in their body in terms of, you know, the vibrations that we call emotions. But you don't have to listen to it. And if you don't want to listen to it, you can set a boundary around that to protect yourself from that. 
It doesn't mean that, that you're trying to stop that other person from doing that because you can't. They will continue to do that. But you can protect yourself from that and you can, that will change your life because you won't have that in your life. You get to decide what you want to surround yourself with. So you have the internal shift of what you won't stand for and you have the external shift of what is coming into your mind, into your thoughts from your environment. But you really, the, the, the really powerful thing here, brother, is that you build self-care and self-love, which ultimately leads to indomitable self-confidence. Because what you're doing is you're saying that in the relationship I have with myself, this is what I will not stand for. These are my boundaries. The same way you may have boundaries for what you have for your kids or what you have for your friends or what you have for your other other people in your life or your uh, romantic relationships. You, we all have these boundaries for the way we want to see other people treated. But a lot of times we don't have those same boundaries for the way we want to be treated or even the way we want to treat ourselves. And the reason for that is because boundaries are tough, right? Like if you set a boundary the most difficult part of that boundary is the follow through, is the enforcement of the boundary. They're very, very uncomfortable, right? To set a boundary and then to follow through, you have to learn to allow other people to be upset. And that's something that humans struggle with. I think human beings in general if, if from that beta condition, right, it's, it's conditioned in that beta condition to struggle with having other people be upset, especially when our brain is telling us that they are upset because of us, even though we know that's not true, right? We know that they're upset because of what their brain is telling them. But if our brain is telling us that they're upset because of us, it's sometimes very difficult for us to deal with that. So learning how to allow other people to be upset while we enforce our boundaries because we're loving ourselves, can be very uncomfortable, right? That's an uncomfortable thing to go through. But when you go through it, what, what comes from the other side is so empowering. And so it's so much growth. There's so much growth there. You, see, you sometimes see a change in the people around you. Initially, a lot of times there's going to be anger. When you enforce your boundaries, a lot of times there's a resistance to those boundaries. Like people are like, whoa, what is this? I've been doing this for so long. And, and the responsibility is really yours, brother. If you have let boundary violations occur for a certain amount of time, and then you begin to enforce these boundaries that you haven't spoken for months, maybe years, then of course that person that you are now enforcing these boundaries, they're going to be surprised. Like this is all of a sudden a new commentary, right? This is a new story, but that doesn't mean you can't do it. Of course, if you have these boundaries by all means, but understand that the change in the people around you initially may be somewhat shocking and maybe even they may be upset. A learning and allowing them to be upset while you protect and love yourself is uncomfortable, but it's a powerful part of building the relationship with yourself. There's also that uncomfortable unfamiliarity of saying no, right? You know, generally loving yourself over the other person, right? It's not over the other person because when you love yourself, you're really loving the other person. But a lot of times what happens is, and this is really where the discomfort comes from, it's making the switch from thinking that allowing someone to cross your boundaries means you're loving them 
right? To knowing that setting and enforcing your boundaries with other people means you're loving them because it really means that you're loving yourself and you're honoring your relationship with them, with your honesty and courage in telling them what your boundaries are, because that's difficult, right? It's difficult to open up and be vulnerable and say, look, like this is what I'm not going to stand for. And you're doing that with honesty. You're doing that with courage. Relationships are thoughts, guys. Your thoughts about this person is that you're willing, you're willing to open up and feel vulnerable to express to them your boundaries. And that's because you want that relationship. You love that relationship. You're not trying to control them and you know that they can continue to behave how they choose, right? They are a circumstance, but you are protecting yourself. You're protecting your body and your mind, right? Depending on whether it's a physical boundary or an emotional boundary. And you want to continue to share time with this person, right? So you're expressing your boundaries. You're not just changing your circumstance and saying, I'm leaving, I'm, I'm removing this person from my life. You're saying, look, like in order for me to continue to spend time with you, here is like kind of my boundaries. Like this is, if you cross these boundaries and violate these boundaries, then these are the consequences. This is what I will do. But you got to enforce your boundaries. And when you enforce your boundaries, understand, guys, that it doesn't change who they are, right? Like they're not a bad person. And it doesn't necessarily change your thoughts about them either, because the story you tell yourself about who they are doesn't have to change, even if they, you know, violate your boundaries, you have to enforce them. But what it might change is the amount of time that you spend with them which might change the titles in that story, right? And that part can be very difficult. That part can be excruciatingly difficult if we're changing titles, right? So why would you want to set or enforce boundaries? Why would you want to do it? If it means choosing to spend less time with someone such that it means deciding to change titles, like a divorce, right? You're changing the title of a woman to wife from from wife to ex-wife right we're changing a title or finding a new job right we're changing the title of someone who may be in a position of superior like a boss or uh, maybe even someone who's working under you and you have to make the decision to let them go right so enforcing these boundaries wouldn't it just be easier to put up with it right wouldn't it just be easier just to kind of let it happen or maybe even wouldn't it be easier just to try to change them right because those are the those are the couple, a couple of the other options but here's the thing guys you you i think you know this you you can't change other people <laughs> i think you know that one if you listen to any podcast episode from the alpha male coach before you know you can't change other people you can try you will lose 100 of the time i promise you and i'll tell you something else i will always bet against you and i will always win if you are going to try to change someone else if that's what you're going to try to do, I will bet against you and I will I will always win. And don't misunderstand me. People can change, but only when they choose to and put in the effort to do so. So that that means that one's out, right? I mean, you can spend your entire life trying to change your boss or change your wife to be somebody else if you want to, but you'll spend your life in a constantly losing struggle. What about the other one? Right. What about just putting up with it? What about just letting it happen? Right. Sort of like what I mean, what is what, what do I say? Like, you know, don't change the circumstance, just change your thoughts about the circumstance. Right. Just kind of put up with it. Like somebody's yelling at you, swearing at you, telling you that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough. And rather than, you know, just see, basically just look at that as neutral. Right. Decide in your brain to see that as neutral and make it mean something else to you. You can totally do that. 
You know, why not just set boundaries to live life being emotionally and physically violated if you have these boundaries? Because it's easier than to just take it and go through it, the difficult process of, 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 of enforcing your boundaries, right? I mean, self-sacrifice is love, right? I mean, if your wife is constantly telling you that you're not worthy, you're not good enough for swearing at you and, and talking down to you, I mean, that's okay. You love her. Let her do that. No, that's not love, right? Because that's not what love is. Love is a whole different topic, and I'm not going to get into love on this episode, right? We're going to talk about love in another episode. But as I mentioned before, loving yourself means setting boundaries for yourself and enforcing those boundaries when they're crossed because it means you're loving yourself and the other person. It means that the relationship you have with yourself is important to you. It means that you have standards for how you want to be treated a lot of times based on how you are determining and deciding to treat other people. Look, if you're the kind of person that's not going to yell or swear or talk down to other people, then why are you going to allow other people to do that to you? Are you going to do that to you? Do that. Do you do that to yourself? And if you do do that to yourself, then it's probably an indication of why you allow other people to do it to you. So you can put up with it, right? You can just put up with it and you can try to convince yourself that you love yourself even though you allow yourself to have your boundaries crossed and you can live your entire life that way way. People do it. People live their entire lives being yelled at or called stupid or incompetent or cursed at in front of their kids or slapped or hit or everything else that humans do when they're in relationships with each other. People do it. And you can live your life that way too, if you want to. Humans can live their lives however they want. And if that's the way you want to experience your human life, I'm not going to tell you any different. You get to decide how you want to live. The alternative can be tough. It can be stick very scary. Emotional and physical abuse can be comfortable when it's familiar and you can spend the, the rest of your life in the familiar comfort of having your boundaries violated repeatedly if you choose. But you don't have to. You really don't. And let me tell you something. The one thing, the one thing I want for you, for all of my students, for everyone in my audience listening to this podcast right now, and for all the people everywhere, in every country and in every language, the one thing I want is for all of you to have an indomitable relationship with yourself. I want you to love yourself above all else, to be your own best friend, to always have your own back, to trust yourself no matter what, to believe in your own capacity, to require validation only from yourself, and constantly supply it to yourself, to be absolutely 100% madly crazy deeply in love with yourself. And brother, that is possible. And it all begins with setting some boundaries. And remember, boundaries are for you to protect yourself. It's not about trying to change someone. So boundaries are not set in anger. They're not set out of frustration. Boundaries are always set out of love. And let me tell you something. What happens on the other side of boundaries is complete magic. When you set and enforce your boundaries, you create an internal and an external shift. The internal shift is in the relationship you have with yourself. When you determine what you will not allow in your life and you begin to systematically eliminate those things, you build your confidence and learn to trust in your own validation. Other people won't always agree with or understand your boundaries, but it won't matter. You set them and enforce them 
for yourself to protect and love yourself first. The external shift is how your relationships change. When you set and enforce boundaries, other people don't have to change. Other people are circumstances. The relationships that change are the relationships in your mind. They're the thoughts. Now, sometimes people do change. Sometimes they don't. Either way, you are in control of what you allow in your life and what you do with your time, who you spend your time with. When people respect your boundaries, it's great. You have a win-win. You get to love yourself and continue to spend time with these people if you choose because they're respecting your boundaries. When people don't respect your boundaries and you enforce them, sometimes that means spending less time or no time with this particular person. Sometimes it means changing the title of a relationship. Here's an example. Some men have a boundary around their romantic partner, we'll call wife, girlfriend, whatever, whatever, we'll call this monogamy, right? Their romantic monogamous partner having sex with another man, right? We'll call this cheating. We call this cheating because we have the parameters of it. We have the relationship set in monogamy, and we have the one person in the relationship having sex outside of that relationship with another person, right? So that, those are the parameters. We call that by definition. We call it cheating. Now, sometimes it's a spoken boundary. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not a boundary at all. Like if it's not a monogamous relationship or if another person is invited into the bedroom in a monogamous relationship. In these kinds of situations, this is not a boundary. But when it is a boundary, the move is... If you have sex with another person while we are in this type of relationship, you know, whatever that is, that monogamous relationship of some sort, then I will do what? Now, that's up to you, brother. I'm not telling you what it is you are going to do with your boundary, what you are going to do to protect yourself emotionally and physically, if that is a boundary for you. But that's the move. And then you enforce it. I'll give you some examples of how these enforcements can be tough. I'll give you one example, actually, because if you say... If you have sex with another person while we are in this type of relationship, this monogamous marriage, then I will get a divorce. And that can be tough, especially when you throw some kids in the mix, right? Now, look, she can still have sex with someone else. Like She can go out there and she can test or push or violate that boundary. And then it's up to you to follow through. Now, as I've said before, you don't have to follow through. You don't have to enforce your boundaries because you don't have to do anything. You're an adult human being. There's nothing you ever have to do. You are in 100% control of you, always, all the time. Any time that doesn't seem so, it is pure illusion. It is just your brain lying to you. You always are in control of what you do, including enforcing your own boundaries. So let's follow these out. Let's play these out. Let's look at the let's look at the matrix of this. Now first of all, let me remind you that this is only the matrix if this is a spoken or unspoken boundary for you. And when I say matrix, I just mean like what we're going to look at is internal shift if you do enforce, internal shift if you don't enforce, external shift if you do enforce, external shift if you don't enforce. So it's kind of like that, you know, that matrix of you know, if you draw a square, you got the, the four squares, you know, two at the top, two by two. It's a two by two matrix, right? So we look at this matrix and we, uh, you have the internal shift if you don't enforce. So if you have a boundary 
and says, your wife, right, says, if you have sex with our man while we're married, I'm going to get a divorce, right? And then you don't get a divorce. What happens to your internal? What happens to your mind? What happens to your relationship that you have with yourself? The relationship with yourself, the thoughts that you tell yourself about yourself, the story you tell yourself about yourself, the trust you have with yourself, the things that you are telling yourself you will allow. What are you willing to live with? Are you willing to live with in a monogamous relationship with a partner that you know has violated a boundary? Are you, I mean, that's the story that you are telling yourself in your brain constantly in your future. But it's the relationship with yourself and what you will or won't put up with and how you are willing to live with that boundary violation. Now, what is the external shift if you don't enforce? Let's say with the don't enforce, because now we're looking at the relationship. How does What happens in the relationship? What, what are your thoughts about her? What are your thoughts about your wife in this relationship? What about her behavior? You know, maybe she feels guilty, so her behavior is now changing, but she's constantly wondering, like, what's happening here? So how is the relationship and the dynamic between the two of you? Is there going to be forgiveness? Is there going to be for, are you going to be able to move forward? What happens with the trust? What happens with the dialogue? What happens with the dynamic? All of that external shift is your life, brother. It's your future. And when you look at that, you also want to look at what is the internal shift if you do enforce. The internal shift if you do enforce. What is the relationship that you build with yourself? What is the trust? How do you start to determine what it is that you will allow and start to eliminate? It's like a lot of guys that I see or coach with uh, when they come to relationships and they're wondering, you know, how do I maintain this amazing relationship? How do I build amazing relationships? And they're wondering, you know, I've been cheated on in the past and I don't want to be cheated on in the future. It's like, well, just don't allow it. It's a boundary. Don't allow it. If you allow it once, you will allow it again. But if you allow it again, then it's something that you allow, right? Because you're not enforcing. So when you're not enforcing, it's no longer a boundary. So when we look at that not enforcing the internal shift, then that's what's kind of being created. But when you have that internal shift of enforcing, then you recognize now that this is just not something I stand for. There are certain things in my life that I will not allow. And when you don't allow them, <laughs> you stop attracting them. They stop, they stop you, your, your brain, that functional computer stops taking Thoughts, stops running thoughts and creating emotions that are driving actions to create these results. So that's the internal shift. What is the external shift? Well, here the external shift may require that on that discomfort. Right? There's going to be that 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 potential of discomfort, that external shift. If you enforce your boundary, then you may get divorced, right? Because that's the enforcement. You're going to be divorced, right? So you're going to go through that process. You're going to go through the process of having a divorce. But what happens on the other side? Is that worth it? Is that discomfort worth it? Like when I say discomfort, what I mean is that process, right? That that legal process. But is that worth it on the other side, opening yourself up to now have a relationship, a monogamous relationship with someone who is going to maintain that boundary with you that you originally went into that first relationship wanting <laughs> because that was the boundary that you had. Are you willing to go through that discomfort because you want to have the human experience? You want in your life to have the experience of being with a romantic partner that respects that boundary for you. That's the, that's the thing. Like, is that worth it? That's the external shift. Now, again, you may go back into another relationship where 
that boundary is violated again. You can't control that. You can't control other people. But what you can control is having that boundary, enforcing that boundary, and continuing to have the mindset of abundance in relationships until you find that person who does respect that boundary. And that's the move. That's the whole purpose of boundaries. is to create amazing relationships, to create the relationships that you want in your life, brother. That's the move. That's the point. That's the whole, and that's why boundaries are the foundation of relationships. Now, if you want some help determining if you want to set up some boundaries in your life and in your relationships and how to go about doing that, this is the month for you to enroll in the Elevated Alpha Society Spartan Academy because we are tackling relationships and the focus is the relationship with yourself. What do you not want in your life? What do you want to protect yourself from emotionally and physically? What can you remove from your life that is drawing you away from yourself? Head over to thealphamelcoach.com and enroll in the academy now. Now is the time, brother. There is no other time. Take this moment. Utilize this now to act and do something for yourself and begin to live the life you are meant to. You have the power. You are the power because you are the alpha. Elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.